Welcome to the Star Wars Collector Podcast, episode number 29. I am your host, Brian, and with me, as always, is my co-host, Carl. Hey, Carl. Hey, Brian, and everyone out there listening to us. Hey, and also today we got a special guest. We've got Dwayne Steele back. Hello, everyone. Hi, Brian. Hi, Carl. Glad to be back with you for another new year. Yep, no problem. Hold on a second. All right, in this episode, it is our year-end review for 2017. So we'll be talking about some of the best and worst figures, you know, everything collectible associated with Star Wars. Uh, The first one we've got is our favorite three and three quarter inch figure uh carl what's your favorite three and three quarter inch figure this year from the first wave of the figures for the last jedi i really like the kylo ren because of the head sculpt that's just i think is dead on and that is by far my favorite figure of the year i like it so much probably at some point i'm going to buy a second one and i'm also going to buy one of the um Kylo Ren um, Walmart exclusive figures from last year and popped the head off and put the um, the helmetless one on there for all have me an articulated one of that same figure. So yeah, Kylo Ren definitely won by far for me this year. Okay. is it, That's the uh, Force Link one, right? Yeah, the Force Link one. Yeah, that was in the first wave of figures the opening night. Okay. All right. Dwayne, what was your favorite? Well, I uh, also uh, was really impressed with uh, that first wave of, of uh, the Last Jedi figures, and of course, the one most of us have been waiting for for over a year, almost two years, was the uh, Luke Jedi Master, which how he appeared at the end of the of the uh, Force Awakens, and I I was really pleased with the outcome on that one. There was there was an opportunity for them, and then they have made a couple of versions that that weren't quite so great, but just the basic five point articulation one uh, was really pleased with the uh, with the sculpt and the uh, paint application and uh, even the way that the the cloak and the hood and everything kind of was sculpted uh, they did a good job on that version at least mm-hmm. i also want to give honorable mention to one that came out at the end or at the beginning of 2017 but it was at the end of the uh uh rogue one wave and that was finn rao when you think about why we're attracted to action figures and you know we all grew up playing with them Finn Rao when you when you look at the accessories that he comes with he came with a removable helmet a removable jetpack two blaster pistols and he even had the molded holsters on the side of his hips mm-hmm. that was just that was a toy that was made to be played with and that's I always give high, high marks to those figures not just something you can sit on the shelf and look at yeah I still have it I still have a few of those available at the treasure chest too if anybody's looking for a Finn Rao just a little plug here mm-hmm. <laughs> That's not allowed. <laughs> you allowed it once before because I didn't even say the name of the store, and you're just like, "What's the name of the store?" I'm kidding. I'm just, I'm just what about you, Brian? What was your favorite figure of the year? Oh, my favorite was Boba Fett. I really liked the the sculpt of this Boba Fett. It came in a two pack with uh, Han Solo. The Han Solo wasn't so great, but the Boba Fett in that one was really good, and it was, it's one of the best ones I've seen. And a close second had to be the Emperor out of that three-pack from Target. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you've seen that one yet or not. Yep, yep. It, they've got uh, some in stock right now, actually. Yeah, it was a, a really good rendition of, of the Emperor. I'd have to yeah, I think a lot, of, yeah, a lot of... Yeah, I'm sorry. Uh, a lot of the uh, online reviews of that three-pack have been really uh, positive. That they got uh, got the sculpts uh, really, you know, for again for five point of articulation figures, which a lot of collectors kind of always poo poo on, uh, <laughs> and, and the Boba Fett even and, and the Han Solo and that two pack were kind of throwbacks 
and they could have just repacked, you know, an old version in mm-hmm. there just to sell, you know, sell it to have something on the shelves. But they went through the trouble of doing new sculpts for us this year on those classic characters, and they are, are appreciated. Yeah, I think the only like, way they could have made Boba Fett better was to have real Wookiee scalps. <laughs> but I, I, I also agree that the Boba Fett was really, really good, and I think that is the sculpt that they need to, to somehow use if they ever do make a really super articulated one again, because they just knocked it out of the park on that one. That one was actually probably my, my second after Kylo Ren. Mm-hmm. Okay, and uh, any other conversation on the, on the, on the favorite? Okay. So we'll go to worst. Uh, Dwayne, what was your worst three and three quarter inch figure? Mine was um, the figure of um, uh, the character DJ from The Force Awakens. Uh, just another, you know, they had such an opportunity there to get a likeness of the actual actor, uh, which is Benicio del Toro, I think. Uh, and it just looks awful. It just, it's, you know, it's it reminded me a lot of some of the earlier attempts that they had made at uh, uh, doing. Uh, the, in the last movie, or the Force Awakens movie, um, the Poe Dameron's, how they got off to such a bad start to get him sculpted correctly, and they finally caught up with that and got some better-looking ones of that one. Yeah, that's the only figure we'll ever, ever have of DJ, and it just looks like, like crap to me. You never know. <laughs> yeah, he, he might be he in the next one. A, he might be in the next movie. I don't think we've seen the last of him. I really don't. <laughs> <laughs> So that was right. that was pretty much it for me. I mean, there's a couple of you know missteps on on articulation and or accessorizing, but as far as just the appearance of the figure, not even looking mm-hmm. close to the character. Yeah, that was pretty bad. My worst was <clears throat> Finn because he looks almost exactly like the one from The Force Awakens. I'm like, okay, can't you do something different? <laughs> I mean, he looks exactly the same. Right. So it was pretty much, oh, we'll just uh, put a force link chip in here and be done with it. So it was like laziness, you know. That that makes it the worst to me. Yeah. Well, they painted his boots black this time, I think, because he had the white stormtrooper boots on the first the first uh, movie figure. So yeah, you're right. Kind okay. Of a waste of waste of a figure. Yeah. <laughs> but he was the main character, so they had to get him there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Carl, what was yours? And for me, I would pick the Rose First Order disguise. I mean, I've. I found one up to the um, Walmart up by Sam's Club, and and I don't know if, if I just happened to pick one up that had really ba- bad paint apps or whatever, but she, she just looks awful. It's just an awful-looking figure. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, and I've kind of blowed up some pictures online, and I'm thinking, well, it doesn't look great, but maybe, maybe I did get one with some really bad paint apps or whatever, but it's definitely the least fa- favorite figure, and I got, got it around the 28th, so I got, it just barely sneaked in this year for me. Yeah, I agree. It, it seems like it's almost one of those that they would throw in one of those Target multi-packs that's been, you know, repacked and repacked, and they just mold it out of whatever plastic they have left over and all that. Considering that was a new sculpt and, and probably, again, the first, the only time we're ever going to have that figure, it wasn't a very successful attempt. No. <clears throat> I was just going to say that uh, the only thing, I mean, for the most part, I think they did pretty good this year with most of the figures with just a few little tiny problems here and there, but I'm pretty happy with this year. Mm-hmm. Yep. And now, uh, let's see, any other discussion on the worst? I think we did pretty good on that one. Uh, favorite six inch scale or above figure? Uh, for me, uh, Thrawn. I really like the six inch Thrawn. Um, it, the one from. I think it was san diego comic-con that one looked really good with all the accessories that it had i didn't end up getting one 
but uh, I did get the regular six inch version that they came out with, and uh, I really liked the Thrawn figure. And the, if I could have got the other one, I would have got it because it looked really good with all the accessories. Yeah, it had uh, Yalsamari Salamander, the, the Salamander looking creatures in it. <laughs> Yalsamari. <laughs> yeah, <clears throat> and some of his uh, trophies or something like that. I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, uh, I I was impressed with that one too. I like the way that when they they do the cartoon characters, the animated characters in the six inch line, they do go ahead and make them realistic looking instead of animated versions. Of course, they had the animated version in the three and three quarter inch line, which was also a nice figure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Thorn Thorn was a good pick. Mine mine was uh, a character that is very controversial, but I, I just love the sculpt and the way she looks, and that's the Jaina Solo figure uh, from the last wave mm-hmm. <clears throat> that came out. Uh, again, a character that you know we supposedly aren't even supposed to acknowledge anymore. But Hasbro apparently was like, "Well, we, you know, I don't know whether there was something they were already working on and just went ahead and released it." Or- well, it was a, a voted on figure. Uh huh. It was uh, voted on by the fans. <clears throat> I wish they'd give us that same figure in three point seven five scale. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> And me, I didn't pick one. I, I thought about it today off and on. And I just, I'm, anybody that listens to the podcast knows I'm very anti-six-inch scale. So. Well, it can be a one above it, though. You've got the bigger figures. <sighs> then you get a 12-inch or 25-inch or something. I didn't, I didn't think about that. I did pick up <clears throat> the Paterian Guard in the Jack's big figures. Well, there Thank you go. You for, <laughs> so I guess that would be my answer then because I've been – I think I mentioned this once the, one of the podcasts. I've been picking up from each movie one Jack's big figure, and I picked up the Paterian Guard from this newest movie. So I guess well, that's, that's yeah, that's why I did go. that six inch or above. <laughs> I guess I need to read better. Sorry. <coughs> <coughs> yeah. Um, let's see. Um, there were some other good ones here and there. I mean, I, I like the Praetorian figures, the six inch versions too. They had a a good exclusive from amazon had a lot of accessories with it that was pretty good um but other than that they they did they did a pretty good job on most of them and of course now we got the worst of them (laughs) Uh, i would say on the on the best also uh, even though i don't collect the six inch figures i loved the entire 40th anniversary packaging (coughs) line set that uh, we got the first i guess it was the first 12 or was it they end up doing um, all 12? Yeah, or, first 12, and then uh, also R5, D4, and Luke X-Wing. Right. But yeah, if there was anything that was ever going to get me started in those, I would have bought those on the, in the package, but of course I didn't. So, uh, But that was a that was a very good attempt and a very good uh, <clears throat> yeah. thing that they did for, for collectors, for adult collectors, this year in the middle of the year. Yeah. And of course, a lot of them were hard to find. You yeah, know, they were. They, they disappeared really quick. and I had to buy a bunch online. So what was your uh, worst, Carl? You have to correct me if I'm wrong, since I don't follow the six-inch figures that very much. But was the was the first release of the Leia with the bad, bad head sculpt was that released earlier last year? Was it or was it the year before? Ooh, uh, <laughs> I think it was the year before. Well, I'm sorry, then that was that's the, that was one of the things that came to my mind. But how bad it turned. It, but out. it could have been late last year and early this yeah. year, I, or you know, early 2017. I don't know. I can't remember for sure, but. I guess the Jack's big figure then of, of Ray this year was pretty much not that it was a bad figure, mm-hmm. but it was pretty much the same as the Force Awakens Ray. I mean, almost identical, really. So okay. I guess I would pick that one then. <laughs> My worst was Commander Poe. That was horrible. I mean, his his beard looks awful. It looks spotty. You know, almost like 
you know, he's a a teenager that can't grow a beard. I mean, <laughs> it looks horrible. People have actually taken to their own paint jobs on him to make it look better, and they've done pretty good jobs with it. You have to send yours to Mark, let him <clears throat> fix it for you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I could do that because it looks bad. Yeah. <clears throat> I, of course, like I said, don't collect them, but just from what I've seen in the packages at the stores, <clears throat> I really did not understand the two-pack that had Admiral Akbar and a First Order officer in it. And it was just mm-hmm. just that, First Order officer. And with as many characters as there are in these movies, that they could do a figure version of, why go with a generic First Order officer? <clears throat> Excuse me. And then even at that, it looks generic. I mean, it looks like some sort of a Star Wars uh, uh, bootleg, mm-hmm. I guess you could say. So and I thought that was a very poor you know, throwaway figure for Hasbro when they could have done so much more, especially to pack in with an iconic character like Akbar. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Uh, I was kind of surprised that it was just thrown in there with a, a very generic figure. <clears throat> okay, the next uh, group we've got is favorite vehicle. For me, I thought the TIE Silencer was, was one of the best vehicles that I saw. And it uh, it uh, looks pretty good. Looks all, you know, screen accurate. Comes with... Uh, force link abilities inside the the thing itself so that, i thought that was pretty cool actually makes noises so you could actually fly it like you're actually flying it mm-hmm. um carl what was yours i really like the resistance a-wing fighter i've always been a fan of the a-wings and and um i think pretty much i've got almost every a-wing they've done so far and and i just i was just happy with it turned out and we also got a um i can't think of her name right now but that was the only way to get that a figure of that character correct for that came with the a-wing i think right. yeah, oh, yeah. The pilot. yeah the pilot whatever her name was but in the movie so overall i mean i was i, I was it was a nice little vehicle and not overly priced so it was definitely my favorite yeah, I would I would uh, you know give both of those vehicles a high mark. Uh, my favorite was the Resistance Ski Speeder. Uh, <clears throat> I went with that one because it was an all new <clears throat> excuse me vehicle from a, a new movie. You know we've had A wings before, we've had Tie Fighters or versions of Tie Fighters before. So uh, I really liked the the look and the and the feel of the Ski Speeder, and it had you know torpedoes that shoot out and. and uh, uh, and was you know played an integral part in that in that final uh, battle. So uh, much like you know the, our old snow speeders from from Empire Strikes Back, <clears throat> sort of along those lines of a ground fighter. Okay. Now uh, our worst, Dwayne. What do you think your What do you think the worst one was? Well, it was the only one really still remaining out of the, the <laughs> ships we got was the Canto Bite police speeder. Um, again, I don't understand why we needed it. I mean, yeah, they, they appeared in the movie, but even in the movie, they look stupid. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, I don't, you know, obviously I'm a completist, so I bought one, but I, <clears throat> I would have never asked for that that particular vehicle uh, to be made. I think what hurts that vehicle, too, I think it looks like we're all in agreement on this, but it's the fact that that was probably one of the weakest scenes of the movie as well, too, which makes the vehicle even less exciting, I think. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I think we that's a, a unanimous decision for all of us on that worst vehicle because <laughs> when I got it, I was like, what the heck? It's like, this is all that's it in this thing? Yeah. Like, and Bo, Bo hated it. He was like, this, you know, this thing, how do you play with this thing? <laughs> and I was See, like, that, that should be the final cough, nail in the coffin. Yeah. The little kid doesn't, <clears throat> like, doesn't like it as well. Yeah, it doesn't have any playability, you know. Oh, uh, because I, I had got that and the uh, tie silencer at the same time, I got them on a really, really good deal discount. I think the 
the speeder was like ten bucks, and the Kylo Ren one was like eighteen. Mm-hmm. So it was it was under fifty percent for that tie silencer. And uh, Bo was like, "I want to play with this one." <laughs> he picked up the tie <laughs> silencer, and I was like, "Oh, thanks." <laughs> <laughs> Um, all right, let's see. Uh, our favorite non-figure collectible item. Carl, what did you pick? I picked a Lego set, which I guess that's okay since it does come with many yeah. figures, but it's not an action <clears throat> figure. But I really like the Bounty Hunter speeder bike pack because it's, it's under $20. You get four mini figures with it. I mean, it's Bosk, IG-88, um, Dengar, and Forlom. Yeah, Forlom was the other one. Yeah, where's Zuckus? It's, yeah, so I mean, I mean for for under twenty dollars, four figures, the speeder bike. That's that's pretty. That's a good deal, and it's fun and doesn't take up much space either. Because mm-hmm. I like it. I'm running. I'm running into issues with you know not opening a lot of Legos because Legos take up a lot of room. <laughs> yeah, I know. I got a bunch I haven't opened either, and that's one of them. I haven't opened that one yet. Well, that one's fun. You should open that one. <laughs> um let's see my for me it was the bb8 playset um me and Bo have played with that quite a bit he likes it a lot and i think it's fun too i mean I, you know you don't have to be a kid to, to play with toys no and when you brought it to the meeting it looked really cool <laughs> so what was yours Dwayne? mine was one that i don't actually own but i would love to own and that's the uh, lego <clears throat> ultimate collector series Millennium falcon that they released uh, yeah, I'd like it too. Retails for what? Eight hundred. Eight hundred. Okay. Yeah, eight hundred. So you know, just looking at it from a perspective of if I ever buy a Lego set, I want to be challenged in building it. Yeah, that would that would be where. Yeah, I would, that that'll would take you a while. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I had the Death Star, and that thing took us like seven or eight days. Because we were, so I think you know, that was a very, yeah, uh, very. And though they only released something like that every what two or three years, maybe. Uh, it's been longer than that since the last Falcon was released. There's only been one other one, a UCS, yeah. you know, an Ultimate Collector Series Falcon, because I think it's been like 10 years ago or more. Mm-hmm. Uh, heck, they were selling on the secondary market for well over $1,000 in the box. Mm-hmm. And I think it cost 500 at the time new. Yeah. Because whenever it was put out, I think it was the, the largest set then. And then, of course, the... Uh, Taj Mahal was put out and it was bigger but now this one even trumps that mm-hmm. it's the biggest Lego set there is <clears throat> so yeah I would, I would love to have that <laughs> uh, what about worst non-figure collectible item well I would just flip the switch and still stay with Stega, Lego but uh, I would go with the Brickheads which isn't necessarily a new item for this year but uh, just the ones that come out with the characters from the movies this year I just don't I don't get it, brickheads. They're just made out of regular square or rectangular blocks. Mm-hmm. I don't get it either. Yeah, I, I'm with you all because the <laughs> minifigures is what's the appeal. You buy a set and you get the cool little minifigures. The brickheads is nah. Yeah. So I think that's just uh, yeah. I don't even know how that would be considered collectible, but I guess people buy them. Some you know, just like people like eight bit video games and whatever. So. All right. All right, Carl, what is your worst non-figure collectible item? I'm probably in minority here because I know some people like these, but I've always hated anything they've done titanium. So the titanium black series, I mean, it's just metal figures that I just have mm-hmm. never found cool. <laughs> yeah, I didn't really like them either. Yeah. 
Uh, mine was the Mighty Mugs. Uh, I don't know for sure that they're out yet, but it sure looked like it. Um, uh, they they just look horrible. They've mm. kind of changed the looks this time, too, from what they mm-hmm. looked like when they originally did them, too. They look a little odder, that's for sure. Yeah. Well, they've got the head, the face rotates now, ah. so that they have different expressions. Oh, so that's why I saw the fin, and I was like, man, that just looks horrible. So it's like a, you know, it's the Manny face from uh, <laughs> E-Man. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but, yeah, because so they put like a sculpted, you know, hair or whatever on top of the head, and I love to allow that face to rotate inside of it. So, yeah, but, yeah, I agree. That was actually <clears throat> on my list as, as the, the worst or whatever. Uh, but I didn't know whether it was a non-figure or not. So uh, I, I don't think Mighty Mugs are figures. <laughs> they're more like a kind of like Funko Pops. Mm-hmm. Well, they do. They, if they. I don't know if they're like the old ones, but the old ones you could move their arms. So technically, I guess they could be a figure. <laughs> well, okay. Technicality. Okay. All right. So now, uh, favorite other item. Favorite other item. What do you got for that, Dwayne? What do I have for that? Um, the Radio Flyer Land Speeder. I mean, how cool is that? I don't have, you know, obviously a little boy or, or a girl small enough to, to play with one of those anymore. But, wow, when we, I know when we all saw that, saw that we were like, oh, to be five years old, you know, whatever, <laughs> and to, to be able to afford one of those. But I just thought that was something that, you know, that uh, has been a long time coming, and, and every kid that got one, I'm sure, just absolutely was the the envy of all their friends mm-hmm. okay carl what'd you put well it's kind of i had to stick with the figure theme fit thing because i couldn't think of anything else really but i really like that bb um, um droid multi-pack that you picked up for all of us at, while you was at disney world i just thought that was a great fun pack and it makes me wonder why hasbro would not do something like that for retail stores just everywhere because it's really good quality and you get multiple droids in the back mm-hmm yeah, I agree. I liked it a lot. Um, I didn't like the fact that they put BB-8 back in there again because they just released him, you know, like nine months before that. True. <laughs> um, I picked uh, Star Wars Destiny. It's a, a card and dice game. I know it's not released, but they put out new sets all, you know, a couple times a year. And uh, I kind of got I got into it I'd, whenever it first came out last I don't know if it was in December or if it was early in January of 2017. But then I got out of it because they they really screwed up the distribution on it. Didn't make enough product. And so later on, whenever they finally caught up, I got back into it. And uh, I really like it. I have a lot of fun playing it. Just to ask you a question about that, Mm -hmm. would you place it ahead of X-Wing now? Or is X-Wing still your favorite? (laughs) X-Wing's still my favorite. Okay, I just wanted to know. (laughs) No, this is like a, a... a game that, heck, you can play it casually, you know, whenever you want, with whoever you want, just playing against, with character against character, and it's uh, it's really uh, <clears throat> just the fact that you can play against any character. You know, uh, they still have not put out every character, you know, of course, but, you know, they do put out most of the ones, so it, it's pretty fun. Um, for worst other item, Carl, what did you put? Um, the plush porks. I mean, I knew it was coming, but man, they've just done everything in the world. You got your Funko Pops, and the one thing I wanted is they. I think they should have done a multi pack of little porks in a package instead of just the one 
with Chewbacca, but you got plush porgs, you got electronic porgs and stuff. It's like it's like just kind of porg overkill, and I didn't even get the, what I really wanted. I wanted more porgs with maybe different poses in the action figure figure form. So I would put that as my my worst other item. They are doing a, a six inch multi pack this year, twenty eighteen. <laughs> that would be a little out of scale with my figures. <laughs> All right, Dwayne, what'd you put? Uh, I put, uh, I came across this at the mall uh, a week or two ago. Hot Topics had an exclusive Funko Pop gold-plated or gold-whatever vacuum-metalized R2-D2 this year. And, man, was that thing ugly. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Yeah, Funko Pop R2-D2, even the regular R2-D2, just does not even look like R2-D2. They don't even, you know, most of them, they at least make them look cute. But yeah, that one uh, I thought was was really a waste of plastic. Uh, and I know that the people that collect mm-hmm. Funko Pops, you know, that would be desirable to them because it was a store exclusive. And of course, it came in this nice little clear dome, you know, protector display case and everything. I think they did one last Christmas for BB-8, BB-8 if I'm not mistaken, which was a little bit better. Yeah, it actually looked like BB-8. This R2 right. does not look like R2-D2. No, no. And, uh... Uh, I hate to say it, but that was mine, too, and uh, my wife actually got it for Christmas from, I think, my dad or somebody. I'll have like, to look that up. Oh. I hadn't even seen a picture of it yet. Oh, so. it doesn't look, I mean, it looks more like, uh, oh, what was that, uh, that one that looks like R5-D4, uh, it, I mean, because it looks odd. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'll think of it here in a minute, what the name of it is, but, uh, yeah, it just was not a very good one at all. <laughs> Okay, now our favorite overall Star Wars item. Uh, Dwayne, what'd you pick? Uh, I went with um, the uh, uh, things that I actually also collect besides the Star Wars figures, and that were that was movie posters for this year. It was a good year for movie posters. Obviously, I have two versions of the theatrical poster, the teaser poster from early uh, last last winter, and then the final version uh, uh, of the Force of the Last Jedi. <clears throat> And then uh, also right before Christmas, we received teaser versions for the Solo movie. So we got three three new theatrical posters this year, plus the free posters that we got uh, on Force Friday. Uh, I really, really like that Disney set uh, that had the, I think, six-character posters in it. Uh, oh, I did the, too. I like that the too. Red, with the red, you know, like uh, fading or whatever. And then, of course, the Toys R Us had uh, three different ones I understood. I only got two of the three. Would like to pick up the third one to complete the set. But, yeah, that's the other thing that I, you know, I really enjoy picking up whenever I go to conventions or uh, confinement store exclusives or whatever. Not just retail posters, but things that either are, you know, exclusives or, of course, theatrical in nature. Very cool. Okay. For me, it was the 40th anniversary six-inch figures. I thought those were the best for me. Uh, I got every, one of every one of them on a card, including the exclusive one from uh, Star Wars Celebration, the Luke and the X-Wing, which was a little bit different card because it had, like, silver foil on it, and it like it was really glossy. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, the R5-D4, you picked up for me, Dwayne. It was a, uh, uh, shoot, what was GameStop. that? GameStop exclusive. Yeah. So I like that because I, I ended up getting a, a couple of... A couple of some of them because I didn't have any of those six-inch figures at all, like the Jawa and the Death Squad Commander and the Tuscan Raider, so that I could uh, display them in the in the display. Because Darth Vader came with the display. Mm-hmm. And uh, let's see what else. Yeah, that's uh, 
that's all. I, I think that uh, that for me was the best overall. Uh, Carl, what would you pick? Well, for me, being the big Halloween nut, I was kind of really thrilled to get my hands on the R3 Boo 17. Plus, it kind of brought me back to my childhood. I mean, some of my first toys I can really remember playing with were glow-in-the-dark stuff. So Disney gave us this glow-in-the-dark toy that was just really awesome, and it was by far probably one of my favorite things that I got this year. Yeah, I thought it was really good, too. I really hated that I couldn't find it whenever I was down there in Disney, that they had sold out so quickly. Yeah, I, I went pretty quick to eBay after you told me that it was gone to get one. Yeah, I did the same. I actually bought it before I left down there because they had come out with the holiday ones before I left, like the day before I left. So I got some of yeah. those for you guys. Um, okay, now worst overall Star Wars item. Uh, I picked the the six inch Battlefront figure because it looks nothing like the figure in the game. Yeah, it has. It's totally different. I don't know where they come up with this idea for this, the figure that they picked, but it is not right. Um, so what did you pick, Carl? Well, for me, I picked the, a video game, the Star Wars <coughs> Battlefront 2. I got an Xbox um, One for Christmas, and one of the things I did was go and rent that game and tr- to try it out. And Well, the last couple of weeks I've decided that it is very glitchy, and it's got all kinds of problems and stuff like that. And after playing some of the first one, I'm a lot more impressed with the first Battlefront than this one. And they, this is really a big back, a step backwards for them, I think, with this second one. And there's no way it's worth $60. <laughs> so you purchase. bought it? No, I rented it from the library. Oh, you rented it. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Thankfully. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Dwayne, what'd you pick? <clears throat> I'm going with the uh, Forces of Destiny figure line. Oh. <gasps> Oh no. no! How no. dare you? <laughs> well, again, but you the know, little and girls I, might like these. I completely understand. <laughs> you know what? I have a thirteen-year-old daughter who had absolutely no interest in it at all. <clears throat> that, that, and that seems to evidently be nobody else did either, because there's a million of right. them at the right. at all the WalMarts. It. Uh, I mean, it, uh, it was a it was a noble attempt on the part of you know Disney and and Hasbro, but another scale, you know, size scale you know of figures mm-hmm. not a 12 inch not a six inch not a three and three quarter inch you know we just didn't need it i think us geeks would have bought them if they'd been on one of those scales that we already collect just because of the fact that they were star wars figures and some of them were you know characters that that we don't get you know the female characters we don't we chase after actually you know in the lines that we collect but i think it was just a fail and it, and it happened it was it was like it was shoved in in the middle of a year that already had st- too much stuff going on between you know the end of the end of the uh, the Rogue One line and then trying to squeeze in a 40th anniversary set of stuff, I think their time and effort should have would have been better spent you know focusing more on what uh, what their bread and butter is. I don't think they realize sometimes too how much little girls do buy action <clears throat> figures nowadays. I mean, as a business owner, I can see that a lot in my store of the little girls coming in and buying Star Wars figures. But if you had those figures, those forces of destiny in your store, they probably wouldn't sell, would they? I don't think so either. I I, I would have took them. I, I saw them and I thought, no, I'd rather have, you know, action figures for them to purchase than I would those. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I I would have been the same way. <laughs> and I think they even come out with a Chewbacca, didn't they? Uh, I think they, they either did or they are. I know they had a like a Bespin Luke Skywalker one uh, at one point. 
Um, so yeah, I think that's something that they probably should have made a Disney store exclusive line instead of putting it in all the Walmarts and Kmarts and Targets and everywhere. I mm-hmm. think it would have been went over better because that's where little girls a lot of times find their toys that they play with. If they have a you know or nearby to a Disney store, they can go in and buy their Disney princesses and whatever. So, and I think those figures were in the Disney stores, but if they had concentrated them in Disney stores, I think it might have been more successful for them. Yeah. Put them right next to the, the, the Disney princess lines and say here girls here's you know you have a choice now you can have star wars you can have disney princess okay uh let's see what we got here oh favorite item acquired in 2017 but not released from 2017 um for me i ended up getting the six inch uh, scale tie fighter and man that thing is huge (laughs) it's a good two and a half feet tall (laughs) so it i like the way it looks I have not uh, set it up anywhere because I don't know where I'm going to put it. <laughs> but uh, it looks pretty good. I like it. I was kind of su- surprised they had it so cheap. Yeah, The ones I've seen out of package, it is pretty impressive. Okay, Carl, what'd you pick? Um, after me bashing the price last year on the um, the ATACT, I was able to get one for seventy five bucks with with a sale at Toys R Us and a twenty five dollar gift card. And I have to say, and it's 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 probably a seventy five to hundred dollar item. It's pretty fun and stuff like that. And and plus, it makes me now have my Rogue One collection complete. And I'm pretty happy with it after getting it, especially after getting it for $75 with free shipping. Cool. Yeah. yeah. I'm actually still still on the search for one at a decent price. Yeah. I, is- I, I assumed that they would be dropping again after Christmas, but uh, yeah. they're still up there around the 125 to $250. I will uh, keep my eyes open for you for one, too, on a good deal. My favorites this year um, were my finds at the Columbus Toy Show. I was able to pick up uh, and add to my vintage uh, ship collection, which is what I'm still working on completing as far as original Kenner toys. I was able to pick up a vintage Imperial Troop Transport that uh, had been completely refurbished and was functional with all the parts and pieces. And also a uh, droids line uh, uh, mini rig uh, called the Side Gunner. Uh, both of them were loose, but were complete, and uh, was able to pick up both of them for a hundred dollars together. Hmm. So, <clears throat> was really pleased to add those to my collection this year. That's cool. So you have all the vintage figures, right? <clears throat> yes. Except for droids and Ewoks, or do you have those two? No, I have those two. Oh wow! Yeah, I do not have all the droids and Ewoks. I only have a one of each. Original legs. <laughs> you must have missed the meeting or not been a member yet when he brought every one of them to the um. To the meetings and showed his complete what'd you say about loose. the blicks i don't have an original blicks i have a reproduction blicks. oh yeah i think i have seen that one okay well that's all the all the categories i've got for this um we do have a meeting this coming saturday from yes, noon, noon to three at flatwoods public library in flatwoods kentucky well, actually it's the greenup county library it's a flatwoods branch, branch. um oh yeah we're doing our christmas passing party and we'll be doing a, another podcast for The Last Jedi. For those that couldn't make it to get together, we'll all get together and talk as much as we can. And somebody's vacuuming. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, added bonus. And we got the, oh, the next toy show. Uh, Dwayne, you want to talk about that? Yeah, I, I looked that up right before we, uh, we went uh, on air. Um, it's coming up in March. Uh, we'll make our plans as usual to drive up to Columbus uh, for that uh, 
for that toy show. It's on March 18th. Doors open at, I believe, 8 for early bird shoppers, but 9 for the general public. <clears throat> so over at 3, it's a one-day event, usually well over 300 vendor tables. And uh, uh, if, you, if you're if you willing to spend the time and do the, the hunt, you can find some really good uh, deals up there. And I'm able to go to the spring show this year. Horror Hound is not is going to be March 23rd through 25th this year, so I won't uh, miss it like I did last year. We also should make take meh, I can't talk today, <laughs> make mention to the Lexington Comic Con that um, they got um, Paul Brooke is going to be making an appearance there. Now, and that, from what I read, that's his first American convention. Uh, who is that? The Rancor yeah. Keeper. Yeah, oh, okay. Yeah. Ma- Malakili, I yeah. think how you pronounce it. Well, I'm pretty I was sure thinking, of, thinking of you when that was announced, because you've been getting your vintage collection cards autographed. So. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, you want to do our plugs there, Carl? Okay, our plugs is... First, we have our Patreon account, and we have a patch now that Brian has had created. And you have, with various levels, you can get the patch. And our Patreon account page is at patreon.com slash the Star Wars Collector. And we also have a Facebook page for our podcast, which is facebook.com, the Star Wars Collector Podcast. And if you have the time, leave us a review on iTunes. And, um... If you want to contact us here at the podcast, you can email us at TSWCpodcast at gmail.com, or you can message us on Twitter at, at TSWCpodcast. And um, if you want to happen to email me or contact me on Twitter, it's hauntedpalace at gmail.com, or I'm on Twitter at Brain of Blood. And, and if you want to get a hold of Brian, go ahead. Uh, Raminator at gmail.com or on Twitter at Darth Rammy. And then our Facebook shout-out goes to Joe Latowski. Uh, he does a podcast, uh, the Jodo Cast. I've listened to that before. Have you? Yeah. I, I've been yes. on it a couple times. Oh, I'm, I need to go find the one who's on then and listen to uh, it. I've been on it uh, three times, I think, total. Yeah. It was always X-Wing episodes. They most of Only like one of them plays X-Wing on a regular basis so they wanted me to get on and talk with them about it cool and then uh, of course our next episode will be another last jedi review with uh, the whole gang from our collector group so uh, tune in and listen until then see you next time